Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Six, the hellish planets, text number 19. Is it? Bina Maria Radas Tasyam Niraya Pirak Parika Bhutayam Nadyam Yadoganai Itastato Pakshamana Atmana Na Vijuyamanas Chashupir Uyamana Snakena Karma Pakam Anusvaranto vin mutrapuya shonita kesha nakasti medo mamsa vasa vahinyam upatapyam te. A person who is born into a responsible family, such as a chatriya, a member of royalty or a government servant, but who neglects to execute his prescribed duties according to religious principles and who thus becomes degraded, falls down at the time of death into the river of hell known as Vaitarani. This river which is a most surrounding hell is full of ferocious aquatic animals. When a sinful man is thrown into the river Vatarini, the aquatic animals there immediately begin to eat him, but because of his extremely sinful life, he does not leave his body. He constantly remembers his sinful activities and suffers terribly in that river which is full of stool, urine, pus, blood, hair, nails, bones, marrow, flesh and fat. Mm. Okay. 
internet is not streaming and the internet's been down since yesterday from the weather. So she's. Uh, why doesn't somebody reset the routers upstairs? Well, that's true. He knows that. He said one of the routers is not working. Oh, that's that router up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. That's, what's that going to do? Is that a wireless modem? Okay. So while we've got the camera and everything set up, it's... It was streaming because we were doing hotspot. But then it wasn't picking up, so about five minutes back. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. Because you, you can just use a mobile phone. Yeah, we did that, but it's too weak. It's not doesn't work. Because um, I think here you get uh, Telstra 5G pretty fast. Okay, next verse. Ye tri havai vishali patayo nashta socha chara niyamas chakta lajaha Pasucharyam charantite chapi pratyam puyavin mudra shleshma mala purnanave nipatanti tad eva tivi bhatsitam asnamti. The shameless husbands of low-born sutra women live exactly like animals and therefore they have no good behaviour, cleanliness or regulated life. After death, such persons are, are thrown into the hell called Puyoga, where they are put into an ocean filled with pus, stool, urine, mucus, saliva and similar things. Sudras who could not improve themselves fall into that ocean and are forced to eat those disgusting things. Purport. Shulanarantam Das Thakur has sung Karma Kanda, Jnana Kanda, Kevala, Vishera Banda, Amrita Baliya, Yeha Kai, Nana Yoni Sada Pure, Kadariya Bakshana Kare, Tarajana Adapatei. He says that persons following the path paths of Kamakanda and Jnanakanda, fruitive activities and speculative thinking are missing the opportunities for human birth and gliding down into the cycle of birth and death. Thus there is always the chance that he may be put into the Puyoda Naraka, the hell-named Puyoda 
where one is forced to eat stool, urine, pus, mucus, saliva and other abominable things. It is significant that this verse is spoken especially about sutras. If one is born a sudra, he must continually return to the ocean of Puyoda to eat horrible things. Thus even a born sudra is expected to become a brahmana. That is the meaning of human life. Everyone should improve himself. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita chapter 4, 13, Chaturvanyam Mayasrishtam Gunakarma Vibhagasaha. According to the three modes of material nature and the work ascribed to them, four divisions of human society were created by me. Even if one is by qualification a sutra, he must try to improve his position and become a Brahmana. No one should try to check a person, no matter what his present position is, from coming to the platform of a Brahmana or a Vaishnava. Actually, one must come to the platform of a Vaishnava. Then he automatically becomes a Brahmana. This can be done only if the Krishna Consciousness Movement is spread. For we are trying to elevate everyone to the platform of Vaishnava. As Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, chapter 18, text 66, Savadhanam Parijyaja Mamekam Saranam Raja. How'd you go? Well, extremely. Yep. Abandon all other duties and simply surrender unto me. One must give up the occupational duties of a sutra, chatriya or vaisya and adopt the occupational duties of a Vaishnava. Which include the activities of a Brahmana. Krishna explains this in Bhagavad Gita, chapter 9, text 32. Mamhi pata vyapasritya yepisyu papayona yaha striyo vaishyastata sudras tepi yanti paramgatim Prita. Those who take shelter of me, though they be of lower birth, women, Vaishyas, merchants, as well as sutras, workers, can approach the supreme destination. Human life is, a, is specifically meant for going back to home, back to Godhead. That facility should be given to everyone, whether one is, whether one be a sudra, a vaishya, a woman, or a chatriya. This is the purpose of the Krishna Consciousness Movement. However. If one is satisfied to remain a sutra, he must suffer as described in this verse, tat evati bi bhatsitam asnamti. 
And that means eating disgusting things. Right in the beginning of the purport, thus even a born sudra is expected to become a brahmana. That is the meaning of human life. Papa no? first of all quotes Narutam Das Thakur. That those who are following the Karmakanda section, the, 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 the religious rituals that are meant for elevation to the heavenly planets, to improve one's material condition, which is what most people are working for. Right? Or if one's uh, following the path of Jnanakanda, uh, uh, Trying to understand the the purpose of human life by through speculation, philosophical speculation. Then uh, one's wasting one's time. 
it's considered to be drinking a pot of poison. So, um, and, and as a consequence then, running the risk of having to fall into this hell of Puyoda. Poo. When you look at the, when you look at everything that's good, what's going on here, it's disgusting. But Prabhupada really, really makes a point. It really cuts to the chase. And of course there are those who say, you know, you're conditioned. And we are. We're conditioned by the environment that we're born into. And, you know, we generally acquire the qualities of, our, of, the, of the family. And so our birth is a significant form of conditioning and undoubtedly difficult to, to, to transcend, difficult to, by our own endeavours, it's very difficult to move beyond the conditioning that we've accepted as a result of the body that we're born into, the family that we're born into, the culture, the society that we're born into, that we're surrounded by. Uh, um, uh, Sangat Sanjayate Gama, you know, we're a product of our association. That's why in the, be in the, in the beginning, Lord Chaitanya was asked, what are the qualities of the Vaishnava? And, and he replied to the residents of Kulinagram and they asked this question. He said, Asat Sangachagi Vaishnava That the, the first qualification of a Vaishnava is that he gives up the, the bad association Asatsanga, Tya, means to give up. Give up bad association. You know, if you associate with the drunks in the park, what will you become? A drunk. In the park. Yeah. A drunk in the park. The reason why I mention this is because when I was a teenager, I lived in a town called Port Augusta and Port Augusta is kind of on the edge of the desert in, in far north South Australia and a lot of Aboriginal uh, people would come there from the from the desert you know really really um, uh, straight out of the bush. But, uh, uh, and very, you know, just in, in terribly dire conditions. 
in, in the bush they probably are okay, but in the city, just at sea, and uh, and drinking a lot. There's a, and there's a there's a square, Gladstone Square, and um, often I'd see, and, and not everybody's like that, but it was tragic to see these people. There'd be twenty of them sitting in a circle. Passing the flag of wine and whatever. And um, occasionally you would see sitting amongst them would be some white people. And I just, I was struck. you know, any, anybody could fall into that condition, but just it was particularly pathetic to see that situation. And association, powerful. Uh, but if you associate with sadhus, what is it? Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sastra Koi, the Shastra proclaims. Associate with devotees. Labha Mantra, just a little bit of association. A moment's association. Labha Mantra, Sadhu Sangha, Sarva Siddhi Hoi. You can attain all perfection, Sarva Siddhi. Siddhi means perfection. All perfection can be attained by the association of sadhus, of saintly persons, and that way you can change your life. So it's not all fixed, this is the, this is the point. And so Prabhupada points this out, that one doesn't have to be, remain conditioned by society, you know, uh, Birth. Whilst the, the material energy is very powerful, very very strong. Right? The conditioning of the material energy is very powerful. Mama Maya Durachaya, very difficult to overcome. But you can. It can be overcome so that that conditioning we're released from that conditioning. And so that's right. Asat Sangacha Givaishnavacha. Sadacha. Lord Brahma advises. Uh, is advised, not advises, is advised by Krishna that by three principles one can naturally awaken uh, bhakti uttama bhakti the topmost bhakti which is bhakti free from material considerations Free from attachments, free from anatta. 
And of course, this is this is how a devotee progresses from base or gross conduct and consciousness to elevated Krishna consciousness, uh, a, a Vaishnava. This is the process of reawakening. We were discussing the other day the, the, the process recommended by Sanatana Goswami. Just as a, as a gross metal can be converted to gold by an alchemical process, <clears throat> so similarly, uh, a person of, of a uh, gross quality, if you like, and here we have the, the sutras, the vaishas, the mamhi patavya Yepishu Papa Yonaha, those who were born into sinful families. Striovaisya, or as a result of sinful activities, Striova, the fallen, considered fallen, can be elevated by taking shelter of Krishna. Mamai, Mamelie Papajante, what is it? Mayami Tantarantite, if we surrender to Krishna, then. We can be free from the influence of material energy. We can be free from the influence of material energy. Be situated on our spiritual. Thus, even a born sudra is expected to become a brahmana. That is the meaning of human life. Difficult to, to I think that might be a chinchuripa calling. Could you just find it? should improve himself even if one is by qualification a sutra he must try to improve his position and become a brahmana so that means you know it's not fixed you know those who say oh conditioning is so powerful it's so strong you can't overcome it always a sutra but always a you know and, and, and uh, but the Vaishnava, the Vaishnava position is different. That we're not restricted by the material energy. If we follow the principles, right? yes, it's very powerful, but it can be overcome. So Krishna was Krishna explained to Lord Brahma. How 
one can make progress, how one can improve one's life. And, and that means by following uh, the pramana that comes from the Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, the Vedas, the, the, the authorised law books, effectively. And of course, for ISKCON, that means Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, Nectar of Devotion, we were discussing this the other day, especially the Nectar of Devotion, because that's got the 64 items of devotion. It teaches us how to perform devotional service. And of course, devotional service is not just, you know, it's just not a, it's not just a physical activity, but it's also an emotional, mental, intellectual practice. Uh, it's not just going through the physical motions, but it's also developing the, the uh, emotional element of our uh, character or of our activities. What is it? Kamana manasagira. Right. There's, there's the actions of the body, there's the action of speech, there's the actions of mind. So there's the meditation. And, you know, the process of bhakti is, is very much an internal development of mood, mentality. Right? So Krishna says, Manmana bhavama bhakto, madhyaji mam namaskuru. Become my devotee, always think of me. Right? You know. So there's, there's a subtle, there's a gross element, but there's a subtle element. And we're working very much on the subtle element, the purification of the internal. Right. So that we can, and, 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 and that's described by Lord Chaitanya, you know, in, in the beginning of the Shikshastika. Chaito dāpanam marjanam bhava mahatabhagini vapanam. To purify the mirror of the mind. Oh, this is the chanting of Hare Krishna. We chant Hare Krishna to purify the internal machine, if you like. Uh, it needs cleansing. And the chanting of Hare Krishna does that cleansing of the heart. Then when the heart, the mirror of the mind is cleansed, then we're able to see the reflection of the pure soul in that mirror. Uh, so it's it there's there's the the actions of the physical if you like karmana then there's the actions of manasa purification of the mind and purification of speech right. <coughs> so this is all outlined in the pramana in the vedas for us in the Bhagavad Gita, in the Nectar of Devotion, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. This is our pramana. 
uh, the Vaishnava Pramana, and why Prabhupada put so much effort into translating these books, so that we would have a reference always to fall back on, Guru, Sadhu and Shastra. This is our reference point. These are our reference points. So that we could always remain then fixed in Sadhachar, action. But Sadhachar means, you know, um, it's basically spiritual cultivation. And, and that Sadhachara, um, Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur recommends, and, and this is the first point of Lord Chaitanya, Asat Sangachagi Vaishnavachar, give up the bad association and take up the association of the devotees. And in this age, the Chaitanya Hare Krishna is, is very much integral to that process of purification. Our, our, our seeking or our pursuit, our inquiry is encapsulated in all of these activities and especially in chanting Hare Krishna. And our chanting will become perfected, Bhakti says in the purport, when we associate with sadhus, this is part of sadhacha, is to associate with devotees. And he mentions two types of devotees specifically. Those who are free from material contamination, interesting what he mentions, those who are free from material contamination and those who are, who are motivated or inspired by spontaneous love for Krishna. Uh, spontaneously serve Krishna. Right? And so the culture of, of bhakti or the culture, and this is how we change our consciousness. Uh, we want to know how to change things. We do that in the association of the devotees. And we chant Hare Krishna in the association of the devotees. And in that association of the, those who are pure, in other words, their motivation is not for material benefits, the motivation is to that their motivation is to serve and to please Krishna or please the devotees which desires to please Krishna right, so by that association the cultivation of chanting Hare Krishna will be perfect or perfected and that's where that cleansing of the heart, cleansing of the mind. What is it? Sarvatma um, snapanam. Right? The, the cleansing for all. Sarvatma, or the cleansing of all. Snapanam. What's snapanam mean? Bath. Yeah. Param vijayate Sri Krishna Sankirtanam. Right? All glories to the. The, the Sankatan of Sri Krishna, right? Why? Sarvatma uh, Snapanam. It's the purification of all souls. Uh, so, best done in the association of the devotees. Not best done, it really can only be done in the association of devotees.
with a desire to please Krishna. So it's pure. Uh, and and then the interesting, the next, the the the. So we need to follow the pramana, the instructions that are given in the in the scripture. Right? Then we need to we need to follow sadhacha, right? and that's described in the in the in the scripture. Right? What to do, and. Really, it is done in the association of the devotees, chanting Hare Krishna, and and studying Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur says, understand the principles of the Dasamula Tattva, which is kind of like our Vaishnav catechism, if you like. You know what we believe in. We need to understand. And and I was we were discussing the other day the the the. Um, the um, the practice understanding the practice by um, following the the nine processes of bhakti what is it um uh, Shavanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam, etc. Nine items of devotional service. Again, practiced in the association of the devotees. This is a, it's a really simple, this is how we can convert a Sudra into a Brahmana. But as Prabhupada points out here, we're not actually converting, we're not actually becoming Brahmanas. You know, that's not what we are. Actually, Prabhupada says here, and Prabhupada says here, here uh, uh, um, actually, one must come to the platform of a of a Vaishnava. Then, automatically, the qualities of a Brahmana are uh, manifest. This be, this can be done only if the Krishna consciousness movement is spread. Where we are trying to elevate everyone to the platform of a Vaishnava, then automatically the Brahminical qualities will manifest. Right? So, now, it's not easy. We see devotees who have been chanting Hare Krishna for 20 or 30 years slip back into Sutra. Lifestyle, spectacularly sometimes, they they display it all on Facebook. It's embarrassing, right? Go back to our previous conditioning. So, you know, this it's painstaking. Prabhupada says it's painstaking to be successful. It's easy to fall back. Right? Easy. Mama Maya Durajaya. Right? My Maya is impossible to overcome, actually. Right? 
And you know, as a devotee, we get relief from material suffering, we get material comforts. You know, Krishna looks after his devotees. But that doesn't mean then that we should slip back into the previous activities of a, and here's the warning here. Right, go back to your sutra lifestyle and uh, you could end up in the hell of Puyoda. Huh? Which is heavy. Heavy, heavy. And we think, oh, I'm a devotee, Krishna's going to look after me, you know, Prabhupada, I'll come back and serve Prabhupada. <laughs> May not. Huh? May not. We shouldn't be. Yes, yeah, certainly, you know, Nihabhikrama Nasavsti. It's very interesting. In the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, on this in this endeavor there is no loss or diminution. Right? There is no loss or diminution. But still, ooh, don't want to tempt fate. So how to be successful? And Krishna gives Lord Brahma the tip. Nirananta without stopping, right? Without deviation, one has to uh, practice. Abhyasa Yoga Yuktena is mentioned in the sixth chapter. Abhyasa Nirantaram, which means constant practice. And that's the trick of you know of the Vaishnava of the of Bhakti is to find the balance where the activities that one is performing are all ultimately connected to Krishna. So there's that constant remembrance of Krishna in all that we do. And uh, following the activities, the sadhaja, uh, in the association of the devotees, inspired by the association of the devotees, such that all of one's activities are basically bhakti. Hmm? And, and on that level, kamana, the physical activities, manasa, the, the internal mental activities, and gira, the speech. Right? Rupa Goswami says, what is it, kamana, manasa, gira, uh, Ni, mm, I've forgotten that verse. Um, anyway, Jiva Mukta Sauchite. Final line of that verse. Nicholas Vakivasta so Jiva Mukta Sauchite. Iha Yasya Hare Dasye. Yeah, that's right, thanks. Iha Yasya Hare Dasye. One is a servant of Hari, right? 
karma, using one's actions, one's minds, one's words, one's words, then jiva mukta sauchate, one is liberated, one's not. And Prabhupada mentions here, you know, one should not check a person, no matter what his current position, if he wants to become a devotee, then one shouldn't check that person. One should give them full opportunity. It's not that we're restricted by our birth. And, and this is the potency of bhakti, the potency of the practice of bhakti. According to the scripture, following the prescribed activities with constant practice, uh, one will be naturally elevated. This is the power of bhakti, very potent. And attractive too. Uh, very attractive. I remember when I first saw the devotees chanting Hare Krishna. And um, I was just attracted to the chanting of the Mahamantra, the sound vibration of the Hare Krishna mantra. I saw the devotees and I thought, whoa, these guys are weird. Bald-headed. In the era of the hippies where growing your hair was, that was the thing. The Hare Krishnas came in on the scene, <laughs> totally breaking the mold, you know. It's like, whoa. But attractive. Bhakti is attractive and, and, and tasty, right? tasty. Um, one of the girls who's staying at the farm is, is telling the devotees how <clears throat> she loves the farm, right? just loves and she just works all day, she's a little Trojan. And she just loves it. And she says, I go home. She says, I'm going home now. And she goes for a few days and then she says, I can't, I can't stay away. <laughs> it's too depressing going home, I've got to come back to the, to the farm to do service. Huh? To do service. There's just a taste from that engagement. So we can avoid or we can, and this is why the association of devotees is so important, especially those pure-hearted and those engaged in spontaneous service, right? That mood is uh, inspiring, it's purifying, it's it's attractive. So in the beginning, asatsangatya, the devotees give up bad association, give up unwanted activities. And why the instructions of the Shastra, the Pramana, are so important? Because they, that gives us the intelligence to discriminate. Buddhi means the power of discrimination. Right? We need that power. Otherwise, we'll, as we see, material energy is very powerful. Maya has two potencies, two shaktis. 
right? One is the covering potency. That's the potency that keeps the big thinking he's happy eating stool. Right? You see the hogs of Vrindavan, you know, we read in Prabhupada's books about the hogs, dogs, the camels and the asses, and or it's in the Bible time, right? And you think, what is this hogs, dogs, camels and asses? Right? <laughs> right? And they're very descriptive of certain personalities. Right? And uh, so anyway, it's always bemused me, hogs, dogs, camels and asses. But when you go to India, then you really see hogs, dogs, camels and asses, right? And they're suffering. <laughs> you know, the animals, in, in a, when Prabhupada was warning, I mentioned this the other day, warning people, you know, you become a dog in your next life. Then, you know, the hippies are thinking, well, what's wrong with being a dog? You know, you get fed. People pick up your stool, you know, they treat you, <laughs> they treat you like a king. What's wrong with being a dog? But when you go to India and you see a dog, a dog's life, right? then you, you see the suffering. Oof. Mangy mutts, you know. I remember in Kartik, 1998, uh, no, 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 1989, it was 1989. We spent, I spent a month. It wasn't Kartik, it was January. Cold, very cold in Vrindavan in January. But there was one dog there, little dog. He was just a, he was, he was a, a puppy. Well, you know, maybe nine months old, nine months to a year old, and he'd been hit by a truck or something, had a hole in his head. Right. Maggots had got in, so he was basically being eaten alive. So I was like, oh, whoa! <laughs> Incredible. Huh? So, hogs, dogs, camels, and asses. Hogs, and you see the hogs rummaging through the sewage system, you know, eating the stool. <laughs> you read about it in the Bhagavatam and you think, oh, what's that all about? But we don't have any experience of it. We don't see it. Then go to India and you see it and you go, whoa, this is what he's talking about. I remember um, seeing, we were going to and there was this big pile of rubbish and on top of the rubbish was this big hog just sleeping, you know, enjoying, <laughs> having a good time. So anyway, uh, Maya has this covering potency uh, that keeps those in ignorance satisfied. You know, keeps them in, engaged. So they think this is all that there is. But for those who wake up, Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago, Gura Chandra Bole, Lord Chaitanya's purpose is to wake people up, get them out of their slumber of ignorance. And, and uh, come to the 
come to the human platform and use the human platform for the purpose which is meant, which is what Prabhupada's saying here. Become a Vaishnava, change. Don't remain stuck. You can change. But we're not. The, the, the process of bhakti is transcendental to the material plane or the material platform. It's liberating. If we're acting as a servant of Krishna and we're engaging our actions, our mind and our speech in Krishna's service, then jiva mukta, we liberate it. So, uh, but Maya has a potency just for the devotees, which is a pulling down potency. Right? And that's to test us. That's a test. Right? We have to, you know, you, you need to be tested to see whether you're eligible for that very, very elevated position. And of course, we have attachments, material attachments that need to be cleansed out. This is this chanting process and that associating with the devotees is to fine-tune our buddhi. Well, fine-tune the subtle elements of the mind and the intelligence so that they're free from that material attraction. And our motivation is anyabhilashitashunyam, without desires for the cultivation of of material facilities or um, even an intellectual understanding. Here, and Prabhupada says at the beginning of the purple, this jnana kanda, karma kanda, is a, it's, it's attractive for some, but it can be a distraction for the devotees. And, and why has that duty? Um, it's a thankless task of testing the devotees so that we can be eventually free from any material motivation and be elevated to that pure platform of Krishna consciousness. And of course that's the chanting Hare Krishna. Sadhavatna Shnapanam. It's the purification of all souls. Param Sri Krishna Sankirtanam. Yeah. So um, Prabhupada is saying here, and, and, you know, this is, this is, no one should try to check a person, no matter what his present position is, from coming to the platform of a Brahmana or a Vaishnava. Actually, one must come to the platform of a Vaishnava. Then he automatically becomes a Brahmana. This can be done only if the Krishna consciousness movement is spread, for we are trying to elevate everyone to the platform of a Vaishnava. Huh? Yeah. Human life is specifically meant for going back home, back to Godhead. That facility should be given to everyone. This is the purpose of the Krishna consciousness movement. But if you want to remain a sutra, be prepared to suffer. <laughs> or, yeah. or Prabhupada says, if one is satisfied to remain a sutra, he must suffer. 
as described in this verse, Tad eva tibi batsitam ashnante, eating all horrible things. Hare Krishna. Okay, any comments or questions? No? Pretty straightforward. Yeah, don't be a sudra. In the Van Ashram system. Van Ashram system. Papa says transcend it. Now, become a Vaishnava, then, you know, whether you are engaged in sudra activities, so-called sudra activities, or whether you're engaged as an administrator or as a businessman, your role as a devotee, as a Vaishnava, means that those activities are done for the pleasure of Krishna. Right? And so therefore we don't look at the, the engagement of a devotee and, and judge them. Right? Because it's a fact, you know, some of us are better at manual work. Some of us are good at Business, you know, making money. Right? Some of us are good at administration. Some are good at teaching. Right? But we don't look at that from the platform of a Vaishnava. We don't look at those. That's their natural propensity for work. But because they utilize that natural propensity for work, yatkarosi yadashnasi yajjyosi didasi yat yatapasyasi kuntaya What's the next one? Tatkurushva Marapanam. Yeah. Everything that the devotee does is offered to Krishna. So, you know, we do encourage people to follow their varana, their natural occupation. But the first encouragement that we give them is become a devotee. Right? Then his brahminical activities have perfected his. Chatriya activities are perfected, his Vaishya activities are perfected, his Sudra activities are perfected. Actually, they're not any of those, they're all transcendental. You know? That's the power of association with the devotees. And, and, and you know, there was Shastri, uh, we, that verse that we did the other day, Prabhupada was saying, if you're a Brahmana, but you don't become a Vaishnava, you're Brahminical. Culture is useless. Huh? You're a demon. Bible time says that. Actually, you know, there's an interesting statement by Krishna Das Kavi. If you want some outrageous statements, uh, Krishna Das Kavi Raj says in, in the Chaitanya Chaitanya that if you worship Radha and Krishna without worshipping Lord Chaitanya, you're an Asura. <laughs> Very interesting. That reminds, okay. me, that reminds me of getting to the destination. Doesn't matter what vehicle you take. 
Well, so long as it's properly utilized, yes. Yeah, you want to be careful with because you know some people will say, oh, any path will get you there, right? But no, not any path. Right. As they surrender under me, I reward them accordingly. So, you know, and Prabhupada makes a point. If you, if you want to go to Sydney, right, but get on a plane that'll take, that's going to Adelaide, well, you, you're obviously not going to get to Sydney, right? So, it's not true that all paths lead to the same place. They don't. And Prabhupada makes a point, you know, you're either going towards Krishna or you're going away. I was meaning in the sense of the different um, varnas. Yes, yes, yes. The varna is immaterial when it comes to spiritual. Yeah. Right? It, it doesn't matter. Because the devotees are acting on the purely spiritual platform. And, and, and this is the point that Krishna is making to Arjuna in the Bhagavad Gita, that you need to fight because that's your duty, but also do it with the spirit of detachment, which is what a devotee cultivates. Right? We, we, we perform our duty, so we work out. Often what I, well, talking to younger people, and, you know, they're about to embark on their career, or even when they join the ashram, I'll ask them, what are you good at? What are you good at? This part of self-realisation is knowing, you know, yourself. And that means, you know, the material side and the spiritual side. And what are we good at? What are we good at doing? And then you engage that. Because we know that's, we can work out that's generally the natural tendency of an individual. <clears throat> Which is interesting. Uh, so, so even in the quality of somebody, say, who's a, a, a sudra by nature, if they're a devotee, they're also dominical qualities naturally manifest in the character. They may still work in a particular way because that's just the way that your body's been constructed. <clears throat> and very difficult to overcome, by the way. And that's what Krishna says to Arjuna. Right? What will repression accomplish? But what we're encouraged to do is to take up what we're good at, work in that capacity, and then do it with a detached mood. Understanding that the results ultimately come from Krishna and should be offered to Krishna. We shouldn't be performing those activities inspired for the material benefits that we might get. Because then we'll be responsible, Krishna says, for the, for the enjoyment and the suffering. But if we do it with a degree of detachment, then whatever results come, we accept them as Krishna's mercy, ultimately. 
instead of lamenting, oh, why me? Oh, yoo-hoo, I'm enjoying. All right, Gantarashima Bhagavatam Kijai, Shabha Kijai, Gaurabhakta Prindakijai.